Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is AM560 Sports, WQAM Miami, WPOWHD2 Miami, WKISHD2 Boca Raton, home of the Miami Dolphins. Powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. And Odyssey Station. Panthers fans, time for Panthers talk here now. It's the Florida Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Panthers Insider is on the air. Kevin Rogers in for Doug Plagans. Today we're going to talk to Doug, in fact, in just a few minutes as uh, the Panthers flying out of D.C., and they'll be headed home for the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs after they eliminated the Washington Capitals last night in overtime, 4-3, to three, to put an end to a very exciting series, a tough series. Don't, uh, don't think because it was a 1-8 matchup, and understandably it's not, it's changed. It's a wild card. Washington, the second wild card, and the Panthers had the number one overall seed. But the Capitals... Even though Alex Ovechkin didn't score a lot of points, TJ Oshie was fantastic, but Carter Verhage was the hero. You'll hear his game-winning goal in just a few minutes. And the Panthers, who were down two games to one to the Capitals, they won three consecutive games. They had the overtime victory on Monday in D.C., and then came back from the 3-0 deficit on Wednesday with five unanswered goals and then last night finishing off a 4-3 overtime victory in spite of Washington tying the game late. And now the Panthers will wait for either Tampa Bay or Toronto. They play Game 7 tonight up in Toronto, and the Panthers will start that series next week at FLA Live Arena. So the Panthers, for the first time since 1996, when they beat Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Yager and the Pittsburgh Penguins at the old Pittsburgh Civic Center way back when, the uh, the Panthers advanced then in 1996 to the Stanley Cup final before losing to Colorado. Now they advance to the second round here. So with all that being said, let's bring on the radio voice of the Panthers, Doug Plagans. And uh, Doug, good morning. I know that you are leaving D.C. and heading back home. And boy, oh boy, tense moments during this series was up and down a lot. But uh, good news is the Panthers advancing as they get past this tough Washington team. Yeah, that was a heck of a series, and you look back, Kevin, that series had just about everything, and that clinching game for the Panthers was almost a summary of the series in that it had just about everything. The Panthers battling back, Washington had multiple leads in the game. Uh, Again, it was a game that featured 
fun for the whole family, as we like to say, but the Panthers once again erase a couple of deficits. Game goes to overtime, and who else but Carter Verhage coming up with the uh, big goal in overtime to clinch the series, to win the game, staying red hot. Uh, it was just uh, it was just a great night, and who else but Carter Verhage to get that uh, that overtime winner. And, and who thought that the Panthers, I mean, it just shows you how tough the Eastern Conference is overall. The Panthers getting that done in six. That was the shortest series that uh, the East is going to see. Everything else is going the distance. So it just shows you what a gauntlet the uh, the Eastern Conference is this season. And it's good for the Panthers now. They have uh, maybe an extra day or two of rest on whoever their uh, first-round opponent's going to be. Yeah, and uh, like you mentioned, you have three Game 7s in the Eastern Conference, and one of them being Tampa Bay-Toronto, who played tonight. But the Panthers, though, in case anybody missed it or you want to hear it again, last night's game in Washington – Panthers up three games to two. Obviously, you had the home game in your pocket Sunday for Game 7. You never want to get to that if you don't have to. And let's hear the highlights from last night's game. Doug, that was the first time in this series we have not seen a goal in the first period. And, you know, we had seen Washington take the lead uh, several times in the first. Uh, we know Jonathan Huberto scored that first goal in the Game 3 loss. But uh, you kind of felt it uh, before we, we get to the second period. You kind of felt in that first period that, you know, both these teams were going to be on top of things and not let any goals get in just because, you know, Washington knew they needed the win to survive and the Panthers did not want to find a way to or to fall in any holes early. Yeah, the Panthers last night, they showed that, that bounce-back ability. But something we saw over the course of the whole series, and you've got to give credit to the Washington Capitals, they battled. And a lot of people over the years have been wondering if, you know, that team's getting older, are they going to age out? Uh, you know, it's a really experienced team, but there's a, there are a lot of mileage on some tires over on that side. But um, the Panthers were able to come out on top last night. And you look at just the, the matchup as a whole. Uh, as I said, that game last night, it kind of summarized the entire series. And you had a feeling early on, you mentioned the scoreless first period, you had a feeling early on, you were going to have to work for every inch. And you wondered how Washington would respond after the way the Panthers won game four and game five with uh, Washington having leads in both of those games, the Panthers erasing uh, Washington leads in both those. You wondered how the Capitals would come out. Well, they came out motivated and uh, it took, like we said, it took every bit of uh, every bit of the, I believe it was, 62 minutes and 46 seconds, something like that. By the time things were said and done, for the Panthers to get on, get the get the win and get on, get out on top. But uh, again, it was a, it was a heck of a game. And uh, I guess Kevin, with that being said, why don't we get into the highlights? Yeah, and uh, again, no goals in the first. So in the second, Washington would get the first goal. Nick Dowd, after a shot hit the post, he was able to knock one past Sergei Bobrovsky. And although we're not going to, we don't have to play the highlight, but. In this series, Doug, before we get to the, the Lombard goal, it felt like Washington had a lot of tip-ins, rebounds, that you didn't see Ovechkin from the point goals. You saw a lot of T.J. Oshie sticking his stick there for deflections, goals out in front that weren't cleared. That's Washington, I felt like, scored a lot of their goals uh, right there. Yeah, they were, they're an experienced team, and you saw that. They knew they were going to have to manufacture, and credit to the Panthers, those one-timer lanes, those clear lanes for Ovechkin, those kind of things just weren't really there throughout the series. And he still got on the score sheet, you know, pretty pretty regularly, but he's going to log a ton of minutes and play a lot of power play time. And Washington did have a little bit of power play success. So he was able to get some points, but he only had that one power play goal uh, in game three for Washington. And that was the one game in the whole series 
that kind of got away from the Panthers a little bit. But overall, the Panthers did a great job keeping him at bay as far as the goal scoring was concerned. You look at Washington as well, and Jameson Olive and I talked about this quite a bit uh, earlier in the week, but the, such a, a big majority of Washington's production was coming from those household names who've been there for a while, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Oshie, Carlson. Those were the guys doing a lot of the legwork for the Washington Capitals in that series. And, uh, again, they, they're a team that's, that's gotten older, but they have a lot of experience. And with that experience, it comes the ability to, to manufacture a little bit. And that's what they did as far as their goal scoring went for a, a big chunk of the series. So Dowd's goal at the 344 mark of the second gave Washington the one nothing lead. And then less than three minutes later, Ryan Lomberg, who we didn't see a lot during the series, he was in the lineup last night. He's got a lot of energy. He's got that motor, the Lamborghini, like they call him. He was able to tie things up at one apiece. Bounces back for Lomberg. Off to the far side, Ekblad will the right circle out in front. Hornquist, a shot save, rebound, and they score! And it's Ryan Lomberg tying the game for the Panthers on the rebound! This game is tied at one! Ryan Lomberg reinserted to the lineup tonight, comes up with a huge goal to tie this game at one. And that goal at the 6-13 mark of the second period, Doug, tying things up at one apiece, and... You mentioned how Washington, it was the household names that were scoring a lot of the goals, where Ryan Lomberg, young guy, a lot of energy. We saw him, you know, up and down to the lineup during the series, but uh, he, he sure had a big goal last night to get the Panthers on the board. Yeah, he plays in straight lines, and he has a lot of jump and a lot of speed, and that comes in handy in the playoffs. He saw it come in handy last season. It's not his first time with uh, playoff heroics in a Panthers uniform, score that overtime goal in Game 3 last year against Tampa Bay. So he's come up with a big goal in the playoffs Playoffs before. He did it again last night in Washington. That was one the Panthers had to, get, had to have to get things started. So 1-1 there after two periods. In the third, Washington scored a minute 37 into the period. Nicholas Backstrom, his second of the series to give the Capitals the 2-1 to one lead. And now Washington's got to try to get through the third to get to a game seven, but it's going to be hard to hold down the Panthers as Claude Giroux, who had two goals earlier in the series, he would score a little over eight minutes into the third to tie things up again. Left Inside 12 minutes to play here in the third period. Game six, Panthers a three games to two series lead. Giroux bounces one into the neutral zone, caught by Larson. Ekblad into the offensive end, Giroux right side, a shot, he scores! Claude Giroux has tied the game for the Panthers. It's 2-2 with 11.42 to go here in the third. And it's still amazing to me, Doug. I mean, I, you're, you're with the team every day. It still amazes me that they got this guy at the trade deadline, that Claude Giroux, who was, was great with Philadelphia for so long, that he's a part of this team with already all of the explosiveness offensively, and now you add Claude Giroux, and he's got three playoff goals so far to tie things up at two. Huge game for him last night, and a three-point night. Uh, those are, you look at it, that's why the Panthers, that's why Bill Zito went out and got Claude Giroux at the deadline for big situations like that. And he does so many little things as well. We've talked about the just the, the way he thinks the game and his face-off abilities, things like that. But uh, coming through in big situations, getting on the score sheet in big situations, He's been around the rink a time or two in the Stanley Cup playoffs. He has the experience to come through in situations like that. And, uh, that was a, a big goal last night to get that game tied up once again for the Panthers. 
So a little, uh, almost six minutes later after the Giroux goal, then it was Alexander Barkov. He would give the Panthers their first lead of the night. Across, Forsling shot. That wobbles wide off a deflection. Now Verhage finding it to the point. One timer, a shot, Weger, save made. Rebound, Giroux in front of shot. They score! They score! It's Barkov right out in front. And the Panthers have taken their first lead of the game. It's 3-2 with 5.43 to play in the third. Yeah, only second goal of the series for Alexander Barkov, but pretty big there to give the Panthers that 3-2 lead in their first lead of the night, Doug. Yeah, and we uh, thought at that point in time that might have been the, you know, kind of the, the, the great ending, the captain scoring the eventual game winner. But uh, as we saw, things would, would get a little bit interesting late in the game and require the extra frame. But Barkov showed throughout the series why he's just so difficult to contain with his size, his smarts out there. He contributes in every aspect of the game. And uh, there was that goal-scoring goal ability coming through once again. And he was set up right in front by Clojure, just a great play all around. So that goal by Barkov made a 3-2 Panthers lead. And as we say in football, uh, Doug, just try to run the clock out, run the ball at that point. But unfortunately, Washington got on the power play a little more than a minute left in overtime. And it just felt like the Capitals kept in the offensive zone. And of course, TJ Oshie, who was tremendous in this series, he scored out in front, batted one in past Sergei Bobrovsky, his sixth, to tie the game up at three. So the second time this week in D.C., we go to overtime. Last time it took about five minutes for OT. I mean, we saw the Penguins and Rangers play three overtimes. It took five minutes for the Panthers to beat the Capitals back in game four in overtime. In game six, it took less than three minutes. And this time it was Panthers playoff hero Carter Verhage to end it. Washington, backhand around here on the near side, pushed along by Carlson. Capitals can't clear. Sherratt kept it in, played out in front for Hagee, and he scores! He scores! Carter Verhage stays red hot! the overtime winner and the Panthers are moving on to round two four three the final score the Panthers get it done in overtime here in game six in Washington how do you explain this for me Doug 12 points by Carter Verhage in the series six goals and six assists just as bust out by him I know he had five points in one game and, and back in game five but how do you explain just every single game you can count on him so far through this uh, playoffs well, you know, in the playoffs, you have to battle for every inch of ice. And over the course of the season, over the course of his time with the Panthers, uh, such a big chunk of his production has been at five-on-five. Five. He's able to come through when there's not a ton of space, not a ton of time, uh, when there's a lot of pressure to deal with. Uh, he's able to come through, and we, we've seen it in this series. And at the same time, that's what the Stanley Cup playoffs are all about. You have Every year you see you know, certain names, certain guys that just – rise to the occasion and keep finding ways to get on the score sheet. And he played the, he was one of the the big heroes for the Panthers in that first round series, but what a series for him. And uh, that's, I mean, everybody who followed that series, we just witnessed something that's going to be a part of uh, Florida Panthers lore uh, really for the, for the rest of time, what he was able to do just in that first round, it was something to behold. And uh, you know, he's, he was, you know, arguably the biggest part of anything the Panthers did in that first-round series. Um, you know, he was the one getting a ton of the headlines with the points, but also have to drop in a mention for Sergei Bobrovsky, who was consistent and outstanding from the get-go throughout that series as well. But a great full-team effort, and, and Carter Verhage, he was kind of playing the role of catalyst, of engine, making everything go. And, again, it was just something to see. Final thing, Doug, before we let you go, and you just mentioned Sergei Bobrovsky. 
Last season in that Tampa Bay series, there was the talk about, you know, it, it was like a merry-go-round with the goalies. How e how much easier, in a sense, was it this time around to not have to worry about that, that uh, you keep Bob in the nets the whole time, barring injury, you keep him in there, and obviously he helped carry this team to the second round, to not have to worry about that. Washington, we saw, had to change goalies through, or in the second game of the series, and, and uh Sam Sonoff played very well in the final few games, but to not have to worry about that in a playoff series. It's it's huge in that consistency. It was there all year. It was there in that in that series. Sergey Bobrovsky had an outstanding season and, and throughout the series made the big saves when the Panthers needed them and uh, he was able to help them protect late leads. I mean, he did anything you could have asked for of him and uh, and more. And uh, you saw you, you compared it right there. You mentioned the difference over on the Washington side whether it was in this series or during the regular season, goaltending was something that wasn't stable for them. For the Panthers, it's been stable all season long, and Sergei Wawrowski in that series was outstanding, and multiple players have mentioned it throughout the series as well, just what it means to have him back there doing what he's doing. So a uh, great series for him, as instrumental as anybody in the Panthers winning that series, and, uh, and a, a big reason why they're moving on to round two. Doug Plagans, the radio voice of the Florida Panthers, headed back home after the Panthers knock off the Capitals 4-3 to in overtime on Friday night and win the series in six games. They will await their opponent, either Tampa Bay or Toronto. So another, uh, well, they just face a Metro Division foe, now an Atlantic Division foe coming up in the second round. Doug, thank you so much for the time as always, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Kevin. All right, there is Doug Plagans, and we'll hear from Doug coming up in just a few minutes. He spoke with Bally Sports Florida reporter Katie Goss. You'll hear that conversation coming up right after the break. Also, we'll hear from George Richards, who has covered the Panthers forever, and uh, George will get his thoughts on this series and also looking ahead to the next series. And again, we don't know the opponent, either Tampa Bay or Toronto, but at least we know this, that the Panthers are advancing to the second round of the playoffs and a very exciting time here in South Florida as far as hockey goes. And you see the heater in the conference finals. So both teams doing very well so far in their respective postseasons. All right, so we'll hear from Katie Goss coming up and also George Richards a little bit later on. I am Kevin Rogers. You're listening to Panthers Insider right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Happening now. Welcome back to Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Panthers Insider continues. Kevin Rogers with you. Panthers looking forward to their second-round opponent, either Tampa Bay or Toronto, as uh, the Maple Leafs and Lightning will play Game 7 coming up tonight in Toronto. Panthers advancing as they knocked out the Washington Capitals in six games last night in overtime. Carter Verhage with the game-winning goal. And now let's hear from the voice of the Panthers, Doug Plagans, as he caught up with Bally Sports Florida reporter Katie Gauze after last night's victory over the Capitals. Thanks, Kevin. Here in Washington, Doug Plagans, Katie Gauze here. And Katie Gauze, of course, from Bally Sports Florida, FloridaPanthers.com. Frequent guest here on the Panthers Insider Show, friend of the program. And, well, Katie, a big win for the Panthers last night in Washington. Game six, overtime, and I'm... Carter Verhage, of course. Who else? Who else was it going to be other than Carter Verhage? Swagoo. Unbelievable. Just incredible to see it. It's such a 
cool thing about hockey, the way that some of these journeys develop. This guy was playing in the East Coast League at one point. It's just, it's, it's amazing. But like you said, who else, right? He's been going this whole season, this whole series especially. Now, what, 11 points uh, before the goal? He, he had already set that record for playoff franchise points. He's the engine right now, and that's what you need. You need guys that maybe you don't expect to step up and be that extra little juice that gets you over the hump. Certainly thought it was going to be the storybook ending with the captain getting that goal to make it three to two and sort of ride us off into the sunset. But the cats always like to make things interesting, don't they? And it's just an unbelievable way to to end a series that was well fought. And we saw the cats getting better as it went along. So a lot of excitement already for round two. And obviously you mentioned round two. I know all Panthers fans are going to have their eyes on game seven today the lightning and the leafs the winner of that game will be heading to sunrise for games one and two of the second round but we continue to digest last night's series clinching win for the panthers and you mentioned carter verhagen that's what the stanley cup playoffs are all about every team's got the few superstar type names on the team but in the stanley cup playoffs there's always certain guys that just find a way to rise to the occasion and, and Carter Verhage has been that guy for the Panthers but I know uh, I had a chance to chat with Mackenzie Weger immediately after the game and there's a few guys like that that you just feel you feel extra happy for right now the guys who've been around for a while in the picture whether it's Weger or Ekblad or Huberdo or Barkov the guys that have been with the organization for a number of years who've grown up with the organization they've seen things develop they've gained that experience uh, I guess if you could put that you had a chance to hear from Jonathan Huberto post game and Barkov as well. What could you sense that it, it meant from for them as guys who've been in the in the Panthers organization for a long time? Honestly, a, a lot of relief, I think, first off, but just speechlessness, I guess, is the best way to put it. it they were they were speechless. I, I interviewed Sasha right after the game and he said, I don't even know what to say. The smile, the 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 feeling that you could get from him just truly at a loss for words that this is you know this has been a journey he said it in post game he's been here nine years they've never done this this is so important to them they they've wanted this so badly and they've come close they've they've made strides and this team all year was special i just think you know they knew they had something but it's one thing to to have the feeling and it's another thing to do it and to finally be getting out of the first round for these guys, it's just a huge accomplishment. And there's so much more to do, but there, there's a lot of relief in that group to feel like they finally made it over the hump. And, of course, you look at that game last night, and we mentioned Carter Verhage. He's been really the the guy who's been just reliable all series long but how about closure uh, another a three-point game for him uh, coming up big in the playoffs once again and that's that's why you you make those big moves at the deadline and we've seen over the years there are some that really work out and there are some that don't but for the Panthers closure of course has stepped up in a, a huge way and of course Ben Sherratt uh, came and came up big in a big way at the end with the overtime goal as well but uh, closure another huge game for him in so many different areas absolutely and i mean even since he first got here there were so many little things that were going unnoticed that we knew he was doing really well but he's finally been taking those next steps and what better time than for a guy with that experience to just really explode into to to the next level of just impacting a game and and we've seen it just the face-off wins the little details, the smart plays, that's what playoff hockey is all about. It makes a difference. And 
for him to be showing up now on the score sheet in the way we know he can just it it speaks volumes about just the the little journey he's taken in just his time here um Ben Sherratt is another one he stepped up these last few games he's on the top pairing and and he's been incredibly strong there and it's made a difference not just for him being there but for everyone else like you mentioned Uyghur I mean these these are all trickle down effects and you're just seeing it all kind of come together I think what's most exciting about moving on to the second round is that you know not only is it great for them to get over the hump but these last three games have been their best and and it's like okay you know they now that they've gotten out of this series that that mental block is gone with the way they're playing it feels like this could be a whole new team heading into the second round and they've got all the guys to do it and what better way to get on the job experience in the Stanley Cup playoffs than in a series like that that really featured a little bit of everything Panthers coming out on top of the Washington Capitals in six games Katie was there a Panther of course we've mentioned a number of names here and we know Carter Verhage he's been the guy who's gotten the headlines here in the series but was there maybe a, an unsung hero in your mind maybe an under the radar guy somebody who you felt was just extremely important uh, you know to the Panthers in the series who really caught your attention how about Etulo Serenin Unbelievable. Dominant like, in the faceoffs. Yes, incredible. And winning battles, flying around the ice. I mean, he does it in a very under the radar way. And especially, you know, down on that the bottom six and, and getting those fourth linemen. But he is so impactful. Penalty kill. I mean, those are all factors. Like the, the cats were incredible on the PK again in this game. Uh, so he would be one guy. You could literally sit here all day and list off guys. But I think Losarine really, you know, showed up and showed a ton of composure. Um, got his first point. Just a lot of good things from him. And then, you know, getting Lomberg back in there. This is a guy you got to root for, right? The Lamborghini came in and did exactly what we needed him to in that setting. Um, like I said, I could go on and on. Uh, Hornquist, of course, being Hornquist, you know, score sheet or not, so important. Such a voice on that bench. And that is half the battle, if not more, when you're in the postseason. Katie Gauz, FloridaPanthers.com, Valley Sports Florida here with us. Panthers taking it in six last night against the Washington Capitals advancing to round two. They anxiously await their second round opponent. And uh, we won't dive into that too much. But we've seen the that's the, the thing here. The Panthers, they know plenty about both teams. They saw the Leafs a lot late in the year. They obviously are familiar with the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we will see how things play out uh, in that regard. But uh, Katie, before we, we let you get going here, uh, last thing, and maybe the guy that we have haven't talked about enough, but you talk about a, a guy coming up big when he had to, Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, all series long, he was reliable, and in a even if the Capitals were able to get one by him, that short-term memory, he didn't let anything phase him. He was able to just, if something didn't go his way, put it in the rear view, move on. Great series from him. Absolutely, and I made a point of it in every post-game interview that I conducted tonight to make sure that I brought up Bob, because he has so much pressure, and there's a lot of expectations, especially it's no secret he, he's coming off of last year's playoffs that wasn't good for him. We all know that. This was a huge moment for him to, to, to prove himself, to silence the doubts, and he did exactly that and more. And, you know, Jonathan Huberto said it when I asked him about it in the postgame, and he said he's, he's the reason we won the series. The guys are quick to, you know, give him that credit because, you know, you think about it, the last few games have been tight. And there have been moments at times when it could have gone either way. And those saves from Bob, those stand out. Those, those are difference makers. And we all know it. In the playoffs, goaltending is ultimately what can make or break you. And Bob was a huge, 
huge factor in this series win. Especially in the two overtime wins. Uh, he needed, he knew that he needed to be one save better than the guy at the other end of the ice, and, and he was able to do that. And the Panthers take the last three games of the series, they lock it down, and they win it in six. And now they wait for their opponent in round two. Katie Gauze, Bally Sports Florida, thanks very much as always for stopping by. We will make our way back to South Florida. But uh, again, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. And we will see everybody in round two. Yep. Keep checking FloridaPanthers.com for all the information as far as the round two scheduling is concerned. Well, that's it for us here in the nation's capital. Kevin, back to you. All right, Doug, thank you. And uh, Katie Gauze always does a great job there on Bally Sports Florida. And unfortunately, Bally Sports Florida won't have the games on anymore after uh, this round. And uh, it'll all be on national TV, whether it's on ESPN or Turner Sports. But uh, Steve Goldstein, Randy Moeller, Katie Gauze, Jessica Blaylock, everyone that's on those broadcasts does a great job. And, of course, all the analysts as well. And, uh, yeah, so now we move on to the second round. The Panthers versus the Maple Leafs or Lightning. We shall see. We'll find out after tonight, their game seven up in Toronto. Coming up, we will hear from George Richards, who has covered the Panthers for a very long time at Florida Hockey Now. That's his website, floridahockeynow.com. Does a great job with it. All Panthers info. And uh, George, uh, always on top of the Panther beat. We'll talk to George about this series and then look ahead to the next series again. Don't know the opponent, but uh, at least know the Panthers will be there. I am Kevin Rogers. You're listening to the Florida Panthers Insider right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Panthers Talk continues. It's the Panthers Insider. All the Panthers news you need now on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Florida Panthers Insider continues. Kevin Rogers with you. Panthers headed to the second round. They will face either Tampa Bay or Toronto coming up next week for game one at FLA Live Arena. Don't know the opponent, don't don't know the day, but uh, eventually we will find that out. When I say eventually, we'll know who the opponent is tonight, and then uh, we'll find out uh, probably tomorrow when uh, the games are. But uh, with all that being said, Panthers coming off the overtime win over the Capitals last night. And let's talk a little about, or at least wrap up that series and look ahead to uh, the next series, the two opponents, Tampa Bay, Toronto, who we're going to get. George Richards, he's covered the Panthers, it feels like, forever. He runs FloridaHockeyNow.com, and he's joining us here on the Panthers Insider Show. And, George, good to talk to you again. I guess uh, I'm going to cut right to it before we get back to the Capitals series. Who would the Panthers rather play, you think, in the next round, Tampa Bay or Toronto? Well, good morning, Doug. Um, <laughs> how are you, bud? I'm good. Um, I'm good. I, I don't know. I, that, 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 that's a really good question because I think, you know, Toronto, you just saw Florida play Toronto, right? Um, and they gave the Panthers a little bit of some trouble. Um, Tampa Bay, we know the history. Um, I think for aesthetics, you, you want you want Tampa Bay. Right? Only because... It's Tampa Bay, right? I mean, they're the, they're the big gorilla, and they're they're here in the state, and you know they're right around the corner, and they're the gold standard, and and they're the team that everybody talks about. They're the team that the Panthers have been talking about for so long. So, um, I, I think you know you, you kind of want Tampa. I mean, it's like the old Lakers Celtics. Those were the guys you wanted. To, the Lakers wanted to play the Celtics. They didn't want to play. You know, the Philadelphia 76ers in the finals. They wanted to play Larry Bird and the Celtics. I think the Panthers would like to play Tampa. 
Because the way I look at it, George, is you just want to avoid Vasilevsky. That you're not afraid of Jack Campbell. I mean, I know that you got the guns on Toronto. You have Matthews and sure. Tavares and Marner. There's and obviously Tampa Bay's got Stamkos and Braden Point and all these other guys. But you don't want to face the better goalie, I guess. And I know you want to slay the dragon, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. But that's my that's like my tiebreaker. Is you don't want to face Vasilevsky in, in a series. And that's a very valid, fair point. Um, but he's been very good for them. Um, and let's not forget about the travel stuff. I mean, you've got to go through customs every time you go up there. I mean, it, it's, you know, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, for the on-the-ice stuff, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, you know, Toronto um, is, is, is kind of new to this second-round thing, just like the Panthers are. So it's a whole new world for both teams um, if it would, were to work out that way. Um, and, yeah, didn't Jack Campbell – we have to see on that, right? We have to see what, what he's bringing to the table. And um, he's been very, you know, he looks he looks beatable, I mean, in this round against Tampa Bay. Um, and, and Vasilevsky, you know, he hasn't been, at, you know, he hasn't been, you know, himself, but he can turn it on, boy. He can, he can, he can flip that switch. And, um, yeah, he's always trouble for, for Florida. So, George, going back to this series now with the Capitals, just to kind of put a bow on it, a couple things. This team, they had the, the clunker in game three, but they come back the overtime win in game four. They're down 3 nothing in game five. They score five in a row. And then last night, get down in the second. They get down again in the third. I understand that Washington's very good. They're maybe not at the level of some of these other teams in the East, but what'd you take from what the Panthers were able to do to keep coming back in some of these games? Because it seemed like 3 nothing on Wednesday. It seemed like maybe we're done with this. But they come back, they get the five unanswered, that they kept coming back in some of these games to keep their season alive. Yeah, um, I think it was, you know, looking back, <laughs> impressive. I'm, I'm sure it was a little stressful in, in the moment. Um this is a team that just, you know, is very resilient. Uh, they just keep fighting and um, they keep doing the things to, to, to stay in the battle. Right. I mean, I, I don't know if we've seen a team like that here in Florida, but the Panthers since, you know, 96. And I don't know that the, those, those Panthers could have come back from a three Oh deficit. Right. You know, in the second period, this team can, this team's very talented. Um, and like we just talked about Vasilevsky, uh, you know, sometimes a light just goes off with these guys. Um, the light switch just flips up. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, Andrew Burnett is a little concerned about the starts. And, you know, he's talked about nerves and he talked about all that. Just winning this first round was a giant step for the, the, the Panthers. Um, I think we'll see a more concerted effort from the start moving forward. Um They've kind of, you know, done some things here, right? I, I think there was a lot of pressure on this team to just get through one series, and now they've done that, and um, now they can uh, move forward and see see how far they can go. George Richards, FloridaHockeyNow.com, covered the Panthers for a very long time. He's joining us here on Florida Panthers Insider. And just to, just to piggyback off that statement, George, you know, we were there in 96 when this team made that run lost to Colorado in the Stanley Cup final. And, and it feels like forever. It's always, we're going back to 96 because the Panthers hadn't reached, not the Stanley Cup final, but just getting through the first round. Yeah. And like you just said, that's so big, just getting through this round. Not to say now they're going to the Stanley Cup because of that, but you just got through that, that there's got to be a little bit of pressure off to now, okay, it's not 1996 anymore. We've gotten past one round. Now it's 2022. 
Yeah, and that was forever ago. I mean, it doesn't, you know, to some of us, we remember that. I mean, like, you know, pretty clearly. But, you know, six players on the Panthers weren't even born then. So it was a long time ago. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Claude Giroux, who just got here, brought it up yesterday. So, you know, he, you know, none of these guys are responsible for, you know, the 26 years of not winning a playoff round, but they all felt it. They all heard it. They were questioned about it. Um, They read about it. They knew about it and they wanted to move on. And now they have. So I do think there was a little bit of pressure on this team. They were the number, they were the president's trophy winners. If they would have fallen flat on their face against Washington, um, it would have been hard to live down. They did not do that. They ended up winning the last three games of this series. I think they pulled themselves together after that game three uh, a week ago today. Um, you know, I, 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 it, it's just a monumental step forward, and it, it sounds dumb. Teams win first-round series all the time, George, but it's not a big deal, George. This one feels like it was. Yeah, it really was, and – this team, they get a huge contribution. My contribution is an understatement. Just a, a, a series for the ages, I guess, from a point standpoint for Carter Verhage, that yesterday he didn't even skate in the morning. And you wondered, oh, great, he's not going to play. He plays, he scores the game-winning goal, he assists on another goal. Just where do you put uh, the series that Carter Verhage had versus other Panthers in the past? Now, the sample size isn't big. George, but as far as yeah. what Carter Verhage was able to do, I know he had five points in one game, but 12 points for a series is pretty impressive. No, un- unbelievable. I mean, he has the Panther record for most points in a single series. And, yes, you're right. Uh, in this case, it's a quite the small sample size. Um, but, you know, hey, Ray Shepard in 96, you remember the series, you know, he he was the scoring leader. Um, you know, you have to go back to 96, right, to, to, to compare anything. I mean, you know, because – most of the um, series we remember for the Panthers in the playoffs are the opposition, John Tavares with the Islanders, you know, that kind of thing. So Carter Verhage, just an unbelievable story, um, well-documented by now. Um, it, he, he got three game winners in a row. Think of that. I mean, the last three games the Panthers won, Carter Verhage got the game-winning goal. Um just an unbelievable performance. I, I, you know, we don't know what the uh, ailment was. It, it sounds a little, somebody kind of slipped yesterday. It sounds like he was sick. Um, so he wasn't a hundred percent yesterday. Um, he almost got, he almost scored two, three goals yesterday, uh, last night. He was on the doorstep a couple times, got, got stopped. Um, he had the uh, secondary assist on, on the, the Drew goal. I think it was. Just an, and then he wins it. A beautiful play by Giroux to him in overtime. He was, you know, slashing to the goal and, and pops it in. But, yeah, you can't say enough for Carter, Carter Verhage. He was just terrific this series. George, what's been the problem with the power play? I know they haven't scored a goal on it, but what have you seen on why they have not had success, at least so far in the playoffs, it could change in the next series, but why they couldn't score a power play goal against Washington? I think it's it's hard to explain because Washington isn't doing anything special. Um, you know, I think last year, if you remember, the Carolina Hurricanes really put the Panthers through the ringer on the power play, and you could see what Carolina was doing. Carolina was attacking the puck, and Florida couldn't handle the pressure. Um, Washington just played a disciplined, you know, stay in your lane, kind of block some stuff. Florida's done the right things. Florida's won. 
um, face-offs in the offensive zone. Florida's had Florida's had a couple power plays where they had possession for like the entire two minutes um, and just nothing was able to go in. Sometimes that's just luck and sometimes that's the goalie and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and these guys are definitely thinking about it. I think Jonathan Huberto was at least able to laugh. Um, he was like, you know, now they've got a couple days to work on it. And, um, you know, it, it's just one of those things. Power plays are goofy. Um, you know, you just never know. I mean, Washington scored, what, five, six power play goals, and like four were off deflection. So maybe uh, maybe the Panthers want to look at that a little bit. George, finally, before we let you go, and I brought this up with Doug earlier, that how much of a relief you think it is for Andrew Burnett to not have to worry about a merry-go-rounded goalie like in that Tampa Bay series last year mm. where, okay, Bobrovsky mm. and then Spencer Knight and Drieger, obviously Drieger's not here anymore, but that to not have to worry about Bob, barring injury, that at least he played very well, that you could just depend on him moving forward. Yeah, and how about Bob's, you know, <laughs> how's Bob feel about that, right? Um, it, outstanding performance from Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, if you're giving out three stars for the series – Sergey Bobrovsky's in there because for all the slow starts the Panthers had and all of that stuff, uh, Sergey Bobrovsky kept kept the Panthers in it, kept these games going, um, gave his team an opportunity to win. The numbers aren't terrific by any means, but he got the job done, uh, w- except for game three. And I, it, even that game, um, I didn't think he was bad. So a, a huge lift for Andrew Burnett, a huge lift for the Florida Panthers, knowing that Sergei Bobrovsky is, that's what he was brought here to do. Um, I, I think when the Panthers were looking at, you know, bringing him in in 2018, 19, um, they wanted somebody to be a rock in that net. And, and Sergei, uh, he, you know, hasn't been that these first two years here in Florida, um, especially in that Tampa Bay series where it was, yeah, pull him after game one, put him back in, pull him, don't dress him. I think the way that it ended last year really, uh, really got to Sergey. Um, I, I think that really affected him, and I think it, it that's it led into this season. I, I think I think that it, it changed the way he prepared, the way he's played. Um, he did not like not being dressed for the last two games. I think he came in ready to fight for his job, and he did it. And now, uh, now he's sitting there, and he's really helped this team out. George Richards, FloridaHockeyNow.com, one of the best in the business covering the Florida Panthers, and you can check out his work there. George, thank you so much for the time, and we'll see you for the second round. All right, K-Rodge, good talking to you, brother. All right, you too. Thanks a lot. There is George Richards, and uh, the Panthers now getting set for their next series. They move on from at least the not advancing since 1996, and uh, just a big thing for this franchise. They've had a couple of disappointments over the years with the Islanders and with the Devils, but at least now the Panthers getting past the Washington Capitals in six games. Again, a very tough Washington team, a veteran team. Alex Ovechkin, a future Hall of Famer, and the Panthers, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, they get through this series and they move on to the next round against either Tampa Bay or against Toronto. So we will find out who that team is coming up later tonight. My thanks again to everyone who joined us today on 
the show. Doug Plagans, Katie Gauze, George Richards all coming on today. And obviously uh, very excited for the next round. And we'll see if it's going to be the Maple Leafs or if it's the Lightning coming up for round number two. I am Kevin Rogers. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Florida Panthers Insider right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.